Yes, we're back. Show number 25. I'm Brad, Grunny Grumbuck, a.k.a. Snacks. And that's Eric Fish Snyder. And we got a special guest. We got a living legend on the show today. Why don't you introduce him, Fish? Well, you know, growing up a lifelong Raider fan, I've missed two games in 42 years. Season ticket holder in Oakland, Los Angeles, and Allegiant Stadium. But to see this man, Rod Martin, on our show right now, a guy that's still... I mean, if you're 20 years old like I am and you watch him with those three Super Bowls, as a matter of fact, Mr. Martin, before we say hello to you, let's show a little bit of a highlight of what happened. Welcome to football's answer to the Mardi Gras. And for the Philadelphia Eagles and the Oakland Raiders, the agony of this long two-week wait is just about over. Rod Martin had a game for the ages. Jaworski intercepted by Rod Martin. He was everywhere. Raiders are looking past. Intercepted by Martin. Some hard hitting. It looked for a moment he was about to lose the football. Rod Martin spearheaded the defensive charge. Leroy Harris. Rod Martin makes the tackle. He had three interceptions. He played as good a Super Bowl as any defender has ever played. Back is Jaworski. Sets up really deep. Now comes up the middle. Picked off. Rod Martin the third time today. And Rod Martin once again slams the door in the face of the man they call Jaws. A sort of fitting symbol. Silver and black football is king of the hill of the National Football League. Wow. Thank you, Jaws. Thank you, Jaws. Take us back to that day. Take us back to that day. How was it, man? It was great. It was very great. I had my teammates behind uh, the second time, and then I, they came up. We all went out there, and Jaws was out there, along with some of the team flipping some of the other players, and uh, we just knocked them out. And then we got the guys from Jaws, and it was great, man. I love it. I love it. Oh, what a boy. A great team. Unbelievable. Though, this gentleman, Rod Martin, you know, being from Los Angeles, went to the University of Southern California, and then he goes to the Raiders and plays in Oakland. Then he gets a chance to come back to L.A. when they moved to Los Angeles and play in front of the home crowd. Marcus Allen was, was, you know, sort of the same situation, SC and the Los Angeles Raiders. But, Rod, you got a chance to play for two Hall of Fame coaches in John Madden and Tom Flores. How fortunate were you then? Talk about those two. Ooh, great, man. I mean, they're they the ones that had me out there and seeing and literally how, what I could do out there. And it was good. It was good. And uh, But, uh, uh, you know, I had a lot of teammates, too, with the you know, so I like to tell my team, you know, call her, you know, but, you know, that, man, it was, this has been great. This has been great. I want you guys, maybe I get one of you guys to come out there and play with me, too. Oh. 
Can, well, he, can he fish? Don't you think Rod could still strap it up and go out yeah, there? Yeah, Rod could still strap it up. And if any play, if anyone's going to come out and play with him, it's me. Brad's coming out. He's just getting all the stuff you serve at halftime. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the meals after the game. He's not. I think Brad runs a. Brad's still running the forty right now, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, Rod. So. Go ahead, Brad. You, yeah, Rod, what are you doing now in your life? You, you work with the Raiders. What, what is what is the da daily for uh, Rod Martin? Yes, I do some work for the Raiders. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I've been going all around. Anybody that wants some of, some of the Rod. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I laid it out for you know? I love it. Sure did. Look at this, Brad. Look at this, Rod. Remember this? This is iconic. Whenever you can get your picture on the cover uh, of Sports Illustrated, look at that. Look at that. Um, three uh, interceptions in a game, Brad. It's hard to get three interceptions in a season. Look I at know. how excited he is. Look at that look on his that face, man. Smile. Look at that big oh, smile. Uh, you were a wild card team that year, if you remember, 1980. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm part of a committee with the Raiders trying to get not only you more accolades, Rod, but why the hell is Jim Plunkett not in the Hall of Fame? Isn't that we, sad? We all, all of us, was always said uh, what we did. We're doing good, but we got some great players on the team. And I told him, I said, he's got to come up and come down with us. And again, yeah, well, the, uh, uh, you know, and so we just came up as teammates and just went out to keep. And Plunkett was one of them. A great, a great Plunkett. Who was your best friend on the team? My, my best friend? Yeah, the yeah, closest guy. Let me see. Let me see. You know, you know who I, you know who is my favorite next to you, my favorite player, Todd Christensen. Todd, yeah, great one for sure. He's yeah. a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. My mine was Kenny the Snake Staber. Yes. My dad, Rod, rest in peace. I'm like 12 years old, 1972, and he says to me, "Hey, kid, come here." Look at this guy on the sideline. And I think the Raiders are beating the crap out of the Browns 38 to 7. And Staber's sat on the sideline. He's got a cigarette in one hand and a course in the other. You know? oh, God, they did that nowadays, Rod. They throw him in jail. But that, that's what my dad said. That's a cool cat. We got to follow this team. Um, <laughs> Your dad did a good thing. <laughs> oh, he did good things. So uh, being part of the Raider Nation, that you saw the great crowds in Oakland and Los Angeles. How do we build it up at Allegiant? Because if you've been to a game in Allegiant, the Raider Nation is there. It's proud. It's plentiful. But there's a lot of fans of the other team. So we need you to go into that locker room before the first game against Pittsburgh in a few weeks and give them the Rod Martin this. You know, give them That's that right. look right there. there okay? That's and, right. and let's get these guys motivated. Let's get more Raider fans in that stadium. Um, I'm excited about this season. What about you, Rod? I'm, I'm excited, too. I'm, I'm doing it like it, it's supposed to be done. done. So, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm still happy. I'm happy, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be ready. 
Don't regret it. Uh, good. Well, I know you could strap it on right now. They might need you. If they had <laughs> Brad, Brad, you know, you know the history of the Raiders, you know, the will to win, pride and poise, all the things that this great guy heard from Mr. Al Davis. What did Al Davis mean to you in your life, Rod? Oh, he was he was the best. He was the best. We had uh, a ton of uh, flair with uh, uh, one of those teams, and we had played against them again. And it was they were the greatest for uh, giving me the, the time to go and get these guys that was for the, 40, 40 wine, as we call it. We call it, <laughs> call it 40 wine. But it was him and, 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 and Matt. Those two came out, man. And uh, after we knocked those other people out. <laughs> and uh, uh, Jaws, Jaws came up very big with this group of people. And that's where it all started, you know. And he, uh, he respected us. You know how we played the game, and I was happy, and all my teammates was happy, and, and you guys, you know, <laughs> right? you know, like father, like son. Yeah. Uh, I hear that you know Mark Davis is an amazing guy, and a buddy of mine is a is a Uber driver in Vegas, and he picked uh, Mark up from his favorite Italian restaurant, and only took him a short distance, fifty bucks, fifty bucks. Yep. Yep. Win, just win, baby. Just win. I mean, yeah. and my buddy, you know, it was like Mark Davis was just in my car. What a great guy. So he yeah. is. He he's all around Vegas. I'm in Vegas. I live in Vegas, Rod. And he what he's done, what Mr. Davis has done for the Clark County School District with feeding kids, because of Davis and the Raiders, that yeah. every kid that's in uh, elementary school, my wife teaches. The whole school district, they get a free breakfast and a free lunch so kids don't go hungry. And that's what the Raiders are all about. Because like you, Rod, the Raiders have a great motto. Once a Raider, always a Raider. And Mr. Davis and his son takes care of Raiders. Talk to me about Lyle Alzado because I know he was there a short time, Rod. But Mr. Davis, Al Davis, took care of him when he got sick, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did. And that. And pimped us up and made us, you know, make sure that we do the right thing. And uh, when, when the coaches were there, we were there working for the coach, ready to go. And, it's a uh, true family. It's a true yeah, family. True, true, definitely. Do you, uh, are you in any golf tournaments? Do you play golf with the Raiders? I know Marcus is out here golfing all the time. And, and any of your old teammates, you come out to Vegas and golf? Oh, yeah, come on, sometimes, you know, I just be looking mostly. <laughs> well, we got to get you into my restaurant, Chuck's Tavern, up in North Las Vegas, where I work. Get you uh -oh. and Brad up there, bring your wife, and I'll feed you. It, it, it's going to be on the Raiders. And uh -oh. we'll feed you. you. You like seafood, Rod? Yes. Well, sure. You're going to see a lot of food, you're going to eat it, because if you don't eat it, Brad will. <laughs> Wait, a Wait, is this a free meal? I never free meal, a baby. Free meal. Wait a minute, I'm on my way. Rod, I'll see you there tonight. Uh, Rod, <laughs> use the Raider jet. Rod, um, talk about playing in Oakland because the Raiders started there. They came to LA. You played in Los Angeles. It was a great experience. But they went back to Oakland, and I truly felt such an ambiance and a great fanfare from that fan base 
that still supports the Raiders, even though they moved to Las Vegas. Talk about your time in Oakland. It was the same kind of way. Every time we got big plays being uh, put on the, on the field, and uh, I was, you know, I was really a man to do it, just tell everybody what to do. <laughs> and I was doing it, and it was so great for me to do this. And my teammates was just coming after other people, just like I asked them to do it. They were great, and it was awesome. You know, great, just win, just win, baby. You know, that, that was it. That was it, man. Ron, I have a question about after the game. When, you know, you're, you're tired, you're sweaty, you're bleeding, you're going to the locker room and these reporters come in, right? And they ask oh. every question, every which way, but, you know, to Sunday. But did they allow women reporters in when you played? Uh, outside the game? Oh, yes. No, no, no when, when you're in the locker room after the game, you know, you're, you're going to take a shower, you're going to go home, but you're, oh. you're taking off your uniform. These reporters come in and they start asking you questions, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Were there women reporters? Because if I was trying to, you know, I want to know if one of these women reporters, you know, took a, took a little, uh, you know, a little look at the junk, if you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Rod Martin is known for his package. That's what I've heard, you know. <laughs> That's right. That's My right. package is like a turtle where the head goes in, in the shell, and you can't find it. I got a very little people. But I just wondered, were there women reporters in there? Oh, not many. Because we had to go against <laughs> Go to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were all determined to play hard, yeah. hard, you know. And that's what gave me the that's uh, amazing. boy. You got some great pictures in the background there. Great pictures. I can see some of the pictures and your jerseys back there. Yeah. And the memories you have and playing with this iconic organization, right. it, it, you'll you'll take with you to to you know. 30 years from now when we when we say goodbye but i have to say this rod being a lifelong raider fan and 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 this is in your blood i told you my dad 1972 i met rod brad in the same place i met you rod used to come into mom's saloon in brentwood when he was a player with a lot of the raiders and you judge as a bartender how a guy tips and rod have had if he had Fifty dollars to his name. He gave forty-five to the bartender uh, and five for the drinks. And that, that was awesome, that. Yeah. You know that just shows a lot of class. You came in with Marcus and Doki yeah. Williams. I remember all the Raiders. Yeah. Todd Christensen came in, and yeah. it's a lot of fun. I, I know it goes back a long way, but I get a chance to interview a guy that I met when I was in my twenties that played on the team. It means a lot. Yes, thank you, man. <laughs> thank you. You know, but you you guys like really say you guys I saw you last time but you guys was going out there too. And I said, you know, to my self and my kids, these guys going out here to see what they what we're gonna do. I'm well we're gonna play. And we're gonna we're gonna go out there and knock around. And that was at the beginning of Madden Florida. You know, that was, and when Jaws came out, it was all over. <laughs> Rod, you put a lot of smiles on a lot of people's faces. 
And, you know, you're just one amazing guy and one amazing athlete. And, by the way, have you gotten a restraining order against Fish? Uh, you know, he, he, <laughs> this is a little too much for me. I mean, Rod, you're, you're a legend, but Fish really loves you, man. I'm telling you, even before the show, he was telling me all great stories about that stuff. Sure. He, 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 like, like this guy right here, Bruce yes. L. Frank, fight on. Rod signed a couple of great photos for me back in the day, obviously. One is a Trojan and one is a Raider. And how this man has handled himself outside of football and afterwards says a lot, you know. And I've heard a lot of great things about Rod. No, I'm not here to try, you know, I'm, I'm not kissing up. But, hey, we're one nation. This, this organization, they'll tell you, treats, his, treats its fans as family. Am I right, Rod? That's right. That's right, for sure. Right. Again, and I knew where to go. I was the captain, so go get him. <laughs> right. Come where to go. Well, Rod, we can't thank you enough for coming on. I have one more question for Rod. I have one more question. Rod, what would you tell your younger self? You've had an incredible career, three, three interceptions in a Super Bowl that will never be touched. What would you tell a younger, a younger a player coming up there, you know, coming out having a dream about, you know, playing in the NFL one day? What would you tell your younger self? Anything different? Would you do anything different? Yeah, I go out there and tell my teammates, you know, what we did in in the past time, and then we come out there again as the course again. So I mean, if we we just get a, a just a one of these after the people, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! Oh my goodness! Look at that ring! Look at the ring, Brad. That's a Super Bowl ring, baby. Look at that bling! Oh, Rod, you are two Super Bowls. We are so lucky to have you on the show. You're amazing. Uh, you guys, baby, taught me a lot of stuff too, and I appreciate it. I love you. We appreciate you, Rod. Love you too, man. You're always welcome in Fat Fish. You're always welcome in Vegas. I'm going to talk to a couple of people in the Raiders that know you and let you know where I'm at. Okay. Uh, I know JT the Brick knows you really well. The guy who's a big radio host for the Raiders and some other people. So yes. we'll get Brad out too. And we'll we'll feed you first, Rod, because <laughs> <laughs> and we'll Rod, feed your wife. Oh. Tell your wife thank you for helping with with with. Yes. Thank you, Rod. Uh, no, we just lost it. You put uh, Rod, you put your wife on. Oh, put your wife on. Oh, let me say hi to Beautiful wife. Huh? You should put your wife on. Let me say hi to her. Yeah, bring her on. Your beautiful wife. Good morning, guys. <laughs> there she is. Thank you so much. This is Fish. This is Brad. I'm the one you've been talking to. Oh, awesome. you're, you're, we love your husband. We love you more. Uh, <laughs> Holy moly, Rod. Look at your wife. She's beautiful. Uh, you married up, Rod. You married up. Wow. Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Did you see all of this? Yes, they saw yes. it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. Rod, thank you so much thank for coming you, on. We'll have you on again. And Please. may your, Please your enthusiasm and the history of your team rub off on this team this year because we're still 0-0 right now. Absolutely. We haven't lost. Yeah. Go Raiders. And Rod, yeah. remember one thing. When we're at Chuck's Tavern, don't leave anything on your plate. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Rod. 
Thanks, Rod. My wife would be looking for you. <laughs> oh, don't tell him that. <laughs> Thanks, Rod. Raider Rod. Nation. Yes. Raider Nation, baby. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, fellas. God bless you. God bless you. Wow. Wow, leaves out. You gotta bring up your peepee and your package to a guy like I that. Had to because you're, you're, what are you talking about, man? When you're tell you something. You're gonna compare your peepee to a guy like that that's a Super Bowl champion. <laughs> I know that, it's true. It's you're true. a turtle. You were. <laughs> you still haven't come out of this show. You prick. Unbelievable. I love this. I, I love Brad. I'll I love you too. Brad, I had to Brad, ask you too because much. when you're taking off your uniform and then you know you put the towel around and you know you turn around answer some questions. Some of these women reporters might take, you know, take a glance at the junk, you know, at the package. You just wish football. you were a football player, so you're gonna happen to you, you know. You know, I was the water boy. I was Adam Sandler, the water boy, you know. You were Adam Sandler water. If you played football, you'd be the guy that was in the locker looking for a woman. You tell the cheerleaders, come on in right now, we're showering, <laughs> you know. You'd have you'd have more restraining orders on you back in the 80s than Harvey Weinstein did. <laughs> oh, God. You, you know, hey, it's, I, I got to show you something, man. Yeah, First you. of all, how are you? I'm, yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing uh, better I'm so now. That we have show you a couple. I got to show you something because I know you're not a big fan, but I got to show you something that really stood out to me. Before we ask you how your week was, I got a video of you. It's great. We have a lot of time to chop it up. Batfish yeah. podcast. That's right, uh, baby. By the way, by the way, I'm, I wear this proud. People want. Uh, they want some merch, and I just want to say this was designed by a very talented guy, Max Snyder. Do you know him? Oh yeah, that's your son. The better looking version of you. Oh, thank you, always. Max. This is awesome. Look how great that looks, right? And it look does. It does look great. You know, and it's it's. Uh, let me see. I got a different. No, I got the same one. I got the yes, same sir. one. Except you're a little different size. <laughs> you look great. You look handsome. I got pig. Oh my god, man! I'll tell you what, man. It, it, if you follow, if you follow the Grumberg lineage, Grumberg lineage on Facebook, there's constant pictures of his family, including his very talented brother, Greg. Um, and it, it's great to see, and before I continue to kiss your ass, it's great to see a family that gets out there and does things. There's no, there's, there's no hermit status with the Grumbergs. Your sister, your mom and dad are always living life. And that's what this show is about. Listen, look, this is the most famous mugshot. And I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm a fan or not, because we have a lot of people on both sides. We don't do politics, right. but this guy does that. Right. 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 And who he's made millions. Wait, who is that? I'm sorry. What? Who is that? that? <laughs> that's a guy who has a peepee that's in a turtle, too. But anyways, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, he's got charisma. So I'll tell you what, this guy, that, that guy, the former president, yeah. has put that mug shot, right? Listen to me. Right. And he's turned it into the keychains, mugs, T-shirts, and he's made $12 million. Okay. Good business what? move. Wow. But look at this mug. How do we take this mug shot? And turn that into keychains. <laughs> how the fuck? And I'm sorry, Raider Nation. And I'm gonna have to. How the fuck did you get away with that? Put on a driver's license. Well, look at that know, face. Everybody doesn't like their license pictures, so I went, you know, beyond because I thought, you know, God, if I ever get pulled over, so I've been pulled over twice. I give my license to the cop. He looks at it, starts laughing, and they <laughs> hand it back to me, and they go, "Slow down." Slow down. I go, I have to live like this, officer. Look at me. I live in my parents' basement. I'm a virgin. I'm 50 years old. Help me. Please let me go. Oh, God. All right. Slow down. Hey, how many times? Go, go. So, okay. So we, we, 
we saw what Trump did. We, we, we can't market what you did. But tell me how you just made me think of something in this feeble, mean, little-minded brain that I have. How many times have you talked yourself out of being arrested when you've been pulled over because of the shtick that you pulled? Well, I've had that picture in different versions over the last maybe eight years. But believe it or not, one officer recognized me from an Adam Sandler film. And uh, that got me out. Yeah. You saw, I think you saw, uh, that's my boy, or uh, I'm now pronouncing Chuck and Larry. And he goes, that was hilarious. I love Adam Sanders. And then he said, you should not have made that U-turn. I go, thank you, officer. And I'll tell Adam, thank you, too. So. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I, I I haven't been that lucky. I don't care. But... I don't, I'm not into the acting and the comedy for people to recognize me, but it's so humbling when people come up to you and say, were you in this or were you in that? So, you know, I always tell them, no, talk to, talk to Eric Fish Snyder. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pornos. <laughs> hey, I was in, I was in when Harry ate Sally and, and Gladiator and Forrest Pumps. What do you want from me, man? You were fantastic. You were fantastic I, I, in Rambone. That was amazing. Was, well, there's, well, one thing I'm gifted, and I don't want to brag, is there's no turtles in the shell. Anyways, <laughs> remember this. We go. We like the, one of the things we get on uh, the feedback we get on Fatfish with Brad and Fish is nostalgia. This is something Brad and I did. I remember Brad. Uh, Brad's going to tell me a story about his favorite place he did this, and I'll tell him mine. Let me get that. There you go. Sure. You remember flipping through records at the record store. Remember how excited you were when you can go to the mall, Brad? Tell me about your your forays in the record stores. I, I, my favorite music is late seventies, early eighties. That was that's my my genre, and uh, I used to go to um, Tower Records. That was my place, and I used to you know flip through all the vinyls, looking for my favorite stuff and, and albums and all that great stuff. And I go home and put it on my you know on my turntable and just. You know, sit there and listen and, uh, you know, kind of rock me to sleep, you know. But I love, you know, that's coming back. I just had a, I just met a DJ. He's only using vinyls now. It's very interesting, you know, not, no digital, all vinyl. So a lot of these uh, DJs are going back, uh, they're going old school, which I like. Right. And it's great. You're right. I, I, I went to Tower Records on Sunset a lot, yeah. which was very, very, a lot of movies over there off Sunset and I want to say Clark, but. Uh, the, on the famous Sunset Strip across from the Viper Room, which was the central. So right. I'm giving you a little bit of landmarks to to point where the Tower Records But I love going to the mall. One of the greatest scenes. I can't believe you weren't in Fast Time to Ridgemont High because uh, there were so many shots in that short. Now, you lived in the city, and I went to high right. school in the Valley. Right. So the Sherman Oaks Gallery, where they filmed that, they filmed a lot of that in the uh, – it wasn't – was it Tower Records or another record store? But it was great because that was a place you met people. You did. You know, it, it was great was – they, I know everything about the movie. They filmed that when the mall closed. So they filmed it from like seven to seven in the morning. That's when they filmed all the stuff in the mall. They brought in the background artists and all that stuff. Perry's Pizza. Was that classic? Uh, right. Well, Perry's Pizza yeah. was, and it's, it might still be, was, was iconic on Santa Monica Beach, going up to Will Rogers Beach. Remember every, I'm going to say almost where every, uh, lifeguard tower was it was a Perry's pizza. You can get a slice of pizza for fifty cents and a coke for twenty five for seventy five cents. And it was a fat. Oh, look at Brad's mouth water. It was a <laughs> deep dish pizza. Remember that? 
Brad, did you ever go to the beach? <laughs> no, no, I'll tell you, Fast Times was so good. It stands the test of time. We have a young viewers get and watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Great story. I was coming back from basketball practice from Uni High, and I came up uh, Barrington to uh, San Vicente. And right on the corner, it's now a, uh, I think it's a coffee, coffee bean, you know, a, a coffee house. But I saw all these trucks, and I said, what do you got? I talked to crew guy. I go, what are you filming? He goes, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I go, what's that? He goes, you'll know. I go, who's that star? He goes, Sean Penn. I go, wait a minute, Sean Penn, who's that? He goes, oh, you'll know. And guess what? I know. I know. Incredible. Mr. Hand. I mean, that was, that was that on the corner, that was All-American Burger, where uh, where uh, Judge Watt, Ryan Holdworth, Brad Hamilton, he played Brad Hamilton, and Nicholas Cage was there. He was he was a cook behind the uh, in the kitchen. Oh my god, it's so great! And you know, one of the best. We might have filmed something over there, but I know Nicholas Cage wasn't Cage. We look at the credits; it was Nicholas Coppola. The same year, yes. he releases a film with a very good friend of the show, Heidi Holker, called Valley Girl, which oh. is really what we grew up with about girls in the valley fall in love with these two Hollywood kids that grew up in Hollywood. And, and that film stood up to me. I love that film because. It was good caricature of what we grew up with in the 70s in L.A. But you're right. Fast Times at Ridgemont High had everything. You think about I saw I saw a variety um, critique of that film. And it said the guy that played Damone, I think his name is Robert Romanus, is uh, an absolute star in the making. Yes. And Sean Penn is just the same word, a caricature. And poor Romanus, I don't know what happened to the guy. Well, Damone, I want to have him on the show. He's on my Facebook he was so great in that movie. Oh, as the moment. What happened to him? Because he was so. This is the new up and coming star, and he was. He was a great actor in that movie. Yeah. No, he's. he's and Penn was kind of panned, and Penn went on to Penn. What happened to Demone? You know, how things work in life. Just because you're in a great movie and a great part, it could go to somebody who had a very small part. You never know. Luck and timing is what life's all about, Chris. You know that. Right. And, uh, and I've, I've I bumped into Robert at auditions. And what a great, what a nice guy. I would love to have him on the show. You know, he does a lot of the conventions and all that stuff. And he signs pictures, take, you know, you know, it's, uh, he's, he's great. I love, I love the character actors because that's what I am, a character actor, you know? You know, there's a, there's a scene in that film for our younger actors with a guy named Mark Ratner, who was the assistant to the assistant manager Brian of the movie Packer. theater. Yeah. That had to be you because that scene when, he oh. takes Jennifer, what's, what's <laughs> a, um, Jennifer Jason Lee, who's a star. Oh. He takes her home to her house and her, he goes, my parents are out of town and my brother's working and he's a sleepover. <laughs> and he just sits there and he's getting ready to make out. And he looks at her and he says, I got to go. My sister wants her car back. <laughs> I said, there's, if, if Brad got that part, there's no way that scene's not ending with either eating, eating with her naked on the bed. We would have written that scene to have you on it. That was out of the pool. How about Phoebe Cates? I use that in some of my bits where she goes, Hi, Brad. You know how cute I always thought you were. I think she's talking to me, right? And did you do a Judge Reinhold? I don't want to give it away, but yeah. that was one of the funny scenes in movie history with Judge oh. Reinhold is I'll just give it away. Said, Judge Reinhold goes in the bathroom because he's yeah. fantasizing that and he's jerking off. And she goes in to get a Q-tip and goes, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. He, he goes, don't you knock anymore? <laughs> Doesn't anybody fucking knock, knock anymore? anymore? Oh, so good. Hey, 
before we do some fat fish sports, because we're all excited, yeah. man. We're getting into I know you're excited about NBA training camp starting in three weeks, but we're talking to my folks. I got a video of Brad at a party in Las Vegas. Oh, so no. I gotta show it. I gotta oh. ask you what happened at this party. You know, we're not about piling on, but this guy <laughs> is so humble in everything that he does. He's willing to make fun of himself. And if you're willing to make fun of yourself, as Rickles told him, or make fun of someone else, it's a compliment. Pat, Brad, just take us through this after I show you. <laughs> Slide. We're going to show it again. Wait. <laughs> I love it. You have the floor. <laughs> well, they said that the slide would hold my weight. Um, I said, no, girls, I can't go on the slide. They, they begged me. And, you know, I'm all about please. I'm a pleaser. Right. So I it took me about 20 minutes to climb those fucking stairs. OK, to get on the top of the slide. And then, <laughs> and then I stood down and you saw what happened. It was, it was crazy. It was nuts. Oh, I'm oh. dying here. Wait. <laughs> it took me 20 minutes to climb the stairs. I'm schwitzing. <laughs> it's true, you know. But I've, I've lost a couple LBs since that, you know. And uh, But I still, you know, listen. I want to tell something. I want You have to love yourself, okay? And this is very important for our listeners and viewers. If you're fat, you're skinny, you're ugly, it doesn't matter. Just be you. And that's what I have done all my life. I have been, I'll give you, so when I did Curb Your Enthusiasm, Fish, I asked Larry David, we did the first scene on the bed when I crashed through the roof. And I asked him, Larry, why did I get the part? And he goes, you were, I'm going to quote him uh, exactly. He goes, you were comfortable in your skin. And I go, like like Gleason, like John Candy? He goes, exactly. I was comfortable as a fat guy. And that's why he liked me and he wanted me. Because the, the scene is, I come, I'm the roofer, I'm going to fix the leak in his roof. And he goes, you're not going up there. You know? And uh, I'm, I'm just me, man. I'm just me. This is how I'm born. I, I'm trying to get in better shape. But I'm a fat guy. That's why we call ourselves fat fish, baby. No. We don't call ourselves fat fish because you're fat. Because we're fat on life and fish. You're not fat. You're 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 you are just a husky. You're you're just a big man that's full of love. We're gonna go to a meme. We're gonna talk some sports, and we got some other stuff to chop it up about. You know, one thing about being a Raider fan is there's two iconic teams that take a lot of shit and give, as far as you love them or hate them, and it's the Raiders and Cowboys. Read this. Stop crying. The game hasn't even started yet. They know they're going to lose to the Raiders. That's great. So, oh, look at those two. I can't get get over you on that slide. That's great, man. That is, you know, have you ever gotten a, a, have you ever ever gotten a sympathy leg? You got laid because of a sympathy? Like, everyone's laughing at this guy. I'm just going to throw myself at Brad because Um, he's a big blanket in the wintertime. I remember, okay, I do remember this. I remember this girl i met on uh it was called the jewish journal kind of like j date okay and I met <laughs> killing me. horrible she was adorable the, the jewish journal it's true it's true and they had all the ads in you know the personals and i saw one girl i put them i put mine in and i said i love the brady bunch and the partridge family then she called me and we went out and we started dating and we're, we're having sex and we're having really good sex and all of a sudden she stops 
right? And I'm, and she's like, stop. She goes, I can't do this anymore because you're too fat. We're naked. And I said, but you're enjoying it. I am fat, but my turtle came out and you're, you're screaming and having a good time. She goes, no, I just, it's hard for me. Your fat is, is pushing against my belly. And I, I go, oh, okay. So I kind of got up, put my clothes on and left and that was it. But you know, that, that, that stuff, that stuff happens. You know, I, listen, I'm not Brad Pitt. I have better abs than Brad Pitt. My name is Brad, but these are the things in life. I mean, what am I going to do? Crawl under the bed? I, I was depressed. Yeah, a little bit, but you know what? I just moved on. That's life. I, I wanted a happier ending because I thought you were going somewhere, but the only happier ending I'm going to get from you is you probably paying for a happy ending. <laughs> Well, after that, my happy ending was Jack in the Box, uh, number five. Me, I had two. I had two. Okay. Oh, let me. Okay, we, we're unscripted here. Yeah. Jack in the Box. What's a better taco when you're drunk? Jack in the Box or Taco Bell? You go first. Oh my gosh, that's a great. I think people liked Jack in the Box because it's more inexpensive. I have a buddy who comes in from Michigan, and every time. He comes to L.A. or when we were in Arizona, he goes for the uh, the two for one tacos for like a dollar fifty. You know, he loves and, and another guy, my, my buddy, because they don't they don't jack in the boxes in the United States. Only I think on the West Coast, those tacos are good. But I love Taco Bell too. What are you talking about? I love everything. Really? Jesus Christ! I, I I love Taco Bell. I, but Jack in the Box, just something about the meat and the grease in that taco. Yeah, yeah. That is, yeah, the, grease, um, it's, the cheese melted. So good, so good. Mom, two iconic. Jack in the Box, Grubhub. Uh, yeah, six of them. That's, yeah, make it eight. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Send some to fish. Um, <laughs> two iconic. You got me in a whole different tangent. I was going somewhere else. <laughs> two iconic. And you remember both of these. And one still alive in Los Angeles. Two iconic hot dog joints. Do you remember Tail the Pup? Yes, they brought and it back. Pinks. Yes. Oh my oh. Tail the Pup. The, so every good. hot dog had the onions on them, right? And they had that, that Nathan's hot dog crunch to it. Yep. Yep. Oh That's, my God, I'm getting a boner. That, that, and that then and, and the crunch. Yeah. Oh. I like them pinks. both. Yeah. Surprisingly, I, I like them both. But Pink's has been uh, on uh, La Brea and Melrose for, I think, like 65, 70 years. It used to be a little cart on the sidewalk, and then the owners, uh, they, you know, they, they, they took, they own the land and everything. There's always a line, always a line down the block. For and then uh, Taylor Puff, you know, it went away. They put that little pop in storage, and they just brought it back. Somebody, uh, you know, rebooted the whole thing, and I think they're in uh, West Hollywood somewhere. Both places. I'm taking you to both places when you come to LA. Okay. Let's go. Cause I've, you know what? I should be more worldly. I'm a moron. I have never eaten at Pink's hot dogs. Is that sad? But the, never. You know, they, were, they, they brought it to Vegas. You know, I think. Yeah, I never, I never had it at Vegas. Every but time I went to Pink's hot dogs and oh, I tried. You never had a Pink's hot dog. You never. You know why? I have wow. no patience. I got there at 10 o'clock in the morning when it opened up and the line was 50 deep. I'm hungry. Okay. That you tell them, tell the audience. I know we're doing a great promo for Pink's hot dogs right here in LA, but tell them what the line's like. It's crazy. It's, it, I mean, it winds around, but it, there's like an overhang now. But I'm telling you, at 10:30, there's a line, right? 
I mean, there's a line for hours. But they, but let me. I, I have to say, the staff is amazing. They oh. get you in and out really fast, kind of like Chick Fil A and In and Out Burger. I've never been to those places, but uh, you know, it's you know, it's I think it's L.A. iconic food. But Pink's hot dogs, they have so. I want them to name a hot dog after me or after fat fish. Wouldn't that be great? The fat fat hot fish dog. hot dog, a hot dog with salmon on top, lox. Oh, be great! Ooh, oh, that oh, that would be great. Imagine lox, that. Onions. You cook it the little lox on top of the hot dog with onions, peppers. How about capers. this? A capers. little capers, a little white fish, a little oh my, a little mustard white and ketchup. Fish. I like that. I like that. Yeah, white fish and fat fish. That's great. Do it. Hey, hey, right right now we're doing a. <laughs> hey, hey, by what, the way, you know that other project we're working on. We might have to have the fat fish hot dog there. What do you think? Yeah, I I love hot dogs. You Make know, when you put on the that. menu with Chuck's to do for football season, which is coming up, we're gonna segue into football in a yeah. second. Hot dogs are huge on football menus for bars, and the way you can, the way my guys do it at this place. I know I kiss their ass, but I love it. All right, I love this place. That's Chuck's Tavern, oh. North Durango. This it's guy, crazy. this guy gets comp there when he comes in. He's not that big of a gambler, other than trying to get the hookers. Anyways, um, <laughs> oh, it's so good. The hot there. dog, the different hot dogs they put on there. The Frank and Josh and Steve and Bob and the staff and all the cooks that do it, they're, they're so creative. But a good hot dog is just, I mean, I have people that walk with a Chicago dog. They cut in and they and they cut the the, the hot dog in half and oh. stuff it with either stuffing. The stuff, shrimp stuff they put inside the hot dog on—it's—it's uh, it's unbelievable. Now, we could do a whole and you uh, know, food show right now, but then you'd have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> the make of a good hot dog. Sometimes, like when I go to Dodger Stadium, you know, <laughs> Farmer John Franks—they don't have those anymore. They went to another company. But I could just have a foot long plane. It was great. I didn't need anything on top. Oh, it's great. She said. Anyway, yeah, they know that that's great. We talked about Vince Scully in a past show that he it was great, the Farmer John. But those those foot long hot dogs at Dodger Stadium were terrific. They still are. I guarantee they, are. they, they still are. are. By the way, did you catch my joke? I didn't need anything on top. That's what she said. <laughs> well, the last time we talked about a girl, the last time you just talked about a girl 12 minutes ago, maybe in the show. You had a lot on top, and <laughs> too much hot dog on top. That was a bad the locker room. That was a bad story. The Raider locker room. I'm sorry. That was a sad story about the girl. You know, the good thing for you is yeah. you had enough charm to get her naked, and then you, and the fact that you were with the girl and yeah. she was naked was enough for you to I go to Jack in the Box and get five five tacos, two jumbo jacks, three <laughs> chocolate shakes, and then I know Brad. Brad walks in a restaurant and buys for him. What do you want? You know. <laughs> I just know I was it, listen. It happened, but I, listen, what am I going to do? I mean, listen, I had fun. We laughed a lot. We dated for maybe maybe two months. It happens. Come on, you move on in life. Life is short, right? Yes. Life is short. You move on. You do bigger things. You learn from your mistakes. You learn from situations. I learned a lot from that. You know, and I'm looking for a girl, not by looks. I want to see somebody that I can laugh with. I can make laugh. That's what it's all about. So I ask people, why Eric Fish Snyder, Vicky? Why? You know why? Because he made me laugh. Yeah. 
Not because he has a great ass. Oh, stop with that. No, stop with the bots and stop. No, I want to hear you and your pictures. Yeah, I, I think sometimes we have to question. I, I think that we should start doing things for different communities. I, I question how much. I think that I, I really believe this, that if you can make a man laugh, okay, you and Chad or whoever you meet could have a nice life together. It'd be great, you know, just holding hands. Going to San Francisco 49er football games, hanging out with Megan Rapinoe, you know, doing your things. I think your future, man, might be with someone that has something that sticks out of the shell other than a turtle. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that I'm going to play for the other team? I think, you, I, I think you should. You know what? You, you are a giver. I Who cares? Know. I love every – I'm straight, but I do – I love everybody. You know – Who cares? One thing that I don't understand about this world is – this first of all, this horrible tragedy. This woman had a pride flag outside her bed, oh. and this mother—I have to say it—motherfucking loser, piece of shit—comes to the store, tears it down, and then kills her. And you know what she did? She had, she was a mother. She was a wife. She was a wonderful person. She was all about love. Other people had taken that flag down. She came back with a bigger flag. Nine kids, nine kids. I've never understood, never understood why anyone should give a shit about who you date, who you sleep with. That's between you and that other person. If they make you happy, that's what it's all about. That's the problem we have in this world. Who who are you to, to make a statement or put your religious values or what you think on somebody else? Last I looked, the Constitution said it's freedom, and you're free to yeah. choose who you want to be with. All I'm saying about you is if someone else on the other team made you happy, it's okay with me, okay? I still love you, okay? I get a lot of, oh, by the way, I uh, online, I get a lot of guys, they're called chubby chasers. We talked about this, but yeah, go ahead, bring, bring tell our that. new viewers. <laughs> but people don't understand something about love and being straight or gay. You're born who you are, Okay. I have a lot of friends that are gay, and you know what? They look at me. They go, "It's not the tough. It's 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 not an easy life." I was born this way, and I I, I love people who are gay, straight, bi, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Just leave everybody the fuck alone and love. Okay. I, I'm with you a thousand percent. I remember I was in a bar. I was in a bar in West Hollywood called Sloan's, and oh, yeah. having the gay gay pride parade. I didn't even know it. I was drunk with Dave Brown. Rest in peace. All right. A few other people and lay were getting drunk at the Sunday afternoon. Here comes all these gore. I mean, hordes and hordes of men walking down the street with the signs. It's gay pride week and they're having their parade. And there was a guy with this. I won't mention his name, Steve. And he says, um, look at all these F-A-G-G-O. And I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? He goes, who, why do you care? And I may, I turned to him and I said this one line, who cares Look how these gorgeous guys are walking down the street. The more of them means more women for us. He, goes, I'm not, he, he was from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. He goes, I never thought about that. Well, now think about it. Who cares? Every one of those good-looking guys that women's mouths in this bar are dropping for, don't give a shit about these women. We're in. <laughs> Lenny Clark. I mean, do you know Lenny Clark, the comedian? He's a sure. buddy of mine. Boston, Boston born, great guy. He's a legend in Boston. So he had one of the great jokes, one of the great jokes. He goes, you know what? I needed a ride. So I blew a guy to get a ride. 
And then he goes, all right, I didn't need the ride. You know, and it's, for, it's just so fun. And, he, and this, he's been telling this joke for 40 years, okay? Who gives a fuck, right? He blew a guy for a ride. He didn't need the ride. But it's a joke. He's a straight guy, too. But again, you make fun of yourself. I make fun of gay people. I make fun of straight people. I make fun of fat people. I make fun of skinny people. I make fun of you. I make fun of myself. I make fun of everybody. Can't we just fucking chill out? Exactly. I, 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 you know what? That's why I do this show with you because we can open up and say these things and make fun of each other. My hair, my stupid glasses, and you know, my whatever we do, I, I could care less because we're safe in our skin. That's what you said earlier. The Raider Nation, the Raider organization, has the greatest diversification of any organization. First, to have an Hispanic coach, a black coach, more minorities in an organization because you know what? They don't give a fuck. You, they, they, they hire you. And they look at you as a collective human. That's all you are. Can you make me succeed? And that's what's great about the Davis family. And that's why the Raider family, like we're trying to talk about right now, is so great in bringing people together. If we could do that, if we could turn one person and say, why are you so angered? What do you care what who, who someone dates or someone talks to or someone's married to? Gives a shit. That long, you know, you're not, you're not paying, they're not paying your bills. You're not paying theirs. Right. But I'll tell you what does pay the bills. And we hope pays the bills. The National Football League. Oh, and, yes. and I I say this on every show, and we're going to really bring it up. We have a huge NBA audience listening-wise on Podbean. Thank you, yeah. Podbean, for being such a huge Love you know, supporter uh, of this. Thank you for helping us because there's no Thank money you. coming in. Brad had, to, Brad had to give up all his vouchers for Jack in the Box to get these <laughs> T-shirts made. That being said, NBA, we're going to go to Brad. NFL. Okay, let me ask you this question before you go on. I want to talk Hard Knocks HBO before we get into football. What do you think? I'm really enjoying it. Love it. Love it. Aaron Rodgers, I couldn't stand him. I have respect for him. He is funny. He goofs on himself. I mean, how well is that show done? That, that it's, so do it's done so well that we, we have a friend of the show, um, Little Farley, Aiden Minks. Oh, who's on Cobra Kai. If you watch the last episode, Ralph Macho comes out and talks to the team. Did you see the last episode? Yes. And he goes, I come, he goes, that New York accent, he goes, yes. I come to this and I'm, I'm the biggest Jets fan and I'm so freaking excited. And you hear Rogers or one of the guys say, say the word. He yeah. goes, all right, what the fuck do you want me to do? I'm so <laughs> fucking excited. It was so great. Oh, so and that was not scripted, I found out. That was just. No, no that's not scripted. No, I no. Guess, you know what I love? I would love him to just start doing wax on, wax off, do a little Mr. Miyagi. But that wasn't that fantastic, Ralph Macchio walked out. That's the great thing about it. You know, any sport, but especially football, people, you, you never know. Like, for instance, we had Kelly on. Kelly loves fantasy football, remember? She, we talked about fantasy football. She loves her Cleveland Browns. She loves, you know – I mean, you never know the walk of life that loves football, you know? Kelly, Kelly was yeah. great. She was huge. huge. Back to that again. It doesn't matter who you are. People love sports, and people love the National Football League. And with that, I could be quite boring, but Brad and I, I asked Brad, you know, we're going we're gonna to make our Super Bowl predictions today. And it's real simple. We've got two teams, one from the NFC and one from the AFC. Brad's going to go first. And when he told me what his team, the first team he was, he said, save it for the show because I'm opposite. So, Brad, be as that it may, take your uh, aficionado, your Nostradamus hat on. Who's going to the Super Bowl 
that's going to be played in Las Vegas in 2024 in February at Allegiant Stadium. It's going to be from the AFC, the Buffalo Bills. Yes, yes. And from the NFC, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be San Francisco Giants. San Francisco 49 Wow. That's my prediction. San Francisco just got just they, 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 they traded their they, they they give up three number ones to get Trey Lance and just trade him to Dallas for a fourth round pick. So Brock Purdy, Mr. Rebel Relevant, is going to be their quarterback. And that's a that's a wow, that's a I think you're going on a limb with that one. Right. Buffalo, right. not so. I I, I think that's right. a great pick because the window's closing. They have a lot of talent. Von Miller, Josh Allen, uh, Stefan Diggs. I'm boring. I'm not going to get a girl to kick me out of bed because my stomach's on top of her. That boring. But boring in my selection. Who that happened to? Um, who? John Candy. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you're playing the role. Your favorite actor. Um, yes. I'm boring. I'm boring. I'm going with the repeat of last year. I like the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC and the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC, Bradley, wow. because I love Jalen Hurts and I love Patrick Mahomes. I just think these are two – Two just wonderful human beings that are wonderful quarterbacks, and we love sports because, like you, we watch you fall through a roof. It entertains us, and these two quarterbacks entertain me just like I got entertained by Kenny Stabler with the Raiders and Jim Plunkett with the Raiders. By the way, get Jim Plunkett in the fucking Hall of Fame if you're watching Raider Nation. All the guys in the Raiders jump on that bandwagon. I love Kansas City. I love Philadelphia. The season starts in 13 days. Okay. Um, We wish health. To everyone in the National yes, Football League, because injuries hurts. are yes. so common. No head injuries. No, we give a lot of props out to Devar Hamlin of your Demar Hamlin of your Phil Buffalo Bills. That poor kid oh. who almost lost his life on the field. Now he's playing again. Hero, God. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Exactly. Before we get out of here, um, I, I I'll do this this week. We're gonna do this every week. Um, Molly's challenge. Okay, quit bullying. We'll show you the sign right now. We're not going to make a big speech about it. Brad, I'll say this, and Brad will say it too. Quit bullying. Say 10 nice things to somebody every day. Right, Brad? Absolutely. Molly is the sweetest girl. She's in She's in heaven now, and she's smiling. She wants everybody to say something nice to a stranger every day because that's what life's about. We miss you, Molly Klein. We'll never forget you. Right. On that note, Having yeah. this guy on the show today, it, it uh, talks about having that on, Brad. Let's we'll recap with Rod Martin. Oh, Rod Martin. He comes into mom's saloon. Real, I'll give you 30 seconds. Comes into mom's saloon. Don't be willing. Take your time. I got all day. Well, we got you're gonna, you're gonna take us out of the show, but this fat dish yeah. 25. Um, he comes in the in the bar and I recognize him. You know, and I'm not starstruck of all the people I've dealt with in that bar. He comes in. Right, he's got a hat on backwards. It really wasn't the look back then. Yeah, but you got to tell our our viewers and listeners, you and your uncle started Mom Saloon. Well, my uncle started Mom Saloon with with Freddie Archer's dad, and who knew that that would be just a place where every all the actors and athletes shows up? I know he is, you know, and he orders for him and a few other Raiders and stuff like that. And the bill, uh, you know, you you paid as you went along. The back then drinks were three dollars, so I think the bill. On his round of drinks was $28. And he threw me a hundred and said, Keep it. Remember me. I go, Remember you? He goes, <laughs> Remember you? I, go, <laughs> I, you. Just, I, I always have a great line I say to people. And I even said it back then when I was 24 or 25. I said, Thank you for letting me grow up with you and entertaining me. You know, 
company like that. And, you know, we get a chance to interview him 40 years later and sports, like I said, sports and what you do, I'll give you the final word on this. When, when sports and what you do as an actor, I say this every podcast for our new listeners and viewers, you entertain people. And in a world with such anger and strife and gun violence and stupid shit happening everywhere, when you could put a smile on someone's face, what's so fucking wrong about that? I'm, I'm telling you, we need more love in the world. You know, yesterday, or I think yesterday, this asshole, this, another monster went into a dollar store and killed black people. Who the fuck? What? Life is colorless. It's a rainbow of people, you piece of shit. He, oh, and LT had a swastika on his gun. He hated Jews. He hated at 21 years old. Where the fuck is his parents? And thank God he turned the gun on himself and got rid of him. But these poor people just shopping, doing nothing, but living their lives. Leave everybody the fuck alone. Love. Listen to Molly. Say something nice to somebody today. So that's it, man. 25 is in the books. Thank you, Rod Martin. Thank you, Eric Schneider. We'll see you next week on Fat Kid. I'm Brad Grunny Grumbled, a.k.a. Snacks. And I need some now. I'm hungry. <laughs> Love you, Fish. Love you, Tay. You know, buddy, I think Jack in the Box 